It's Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Cap J Hood. This is ESPN 1000. Pitch. Swing and a high drive out into deep left center. That ball is gone. Mercedes takes Ostadio deep. 16 to 4. The little rock that was dropped in the water, and then the ripples just started going. Here is Mercedes. When asked about, doesn't matter who's pitching, he'll be on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to stay focused every time. It doesn't matter who's in the mound. You know, it doesn't matter who's in the mound. You'll stay focused, go to the home play. Don't look like anything. Don't look like, you know, I want to be focused. I want to be focused all the time. It doesn't matter who is there. I don't thinking about anything. I'm just thinking about me, about what I need to do, about what I go to do. That's it. Are we allowed to play what we just played? Uh, not so sure. Let's Isn't the word F-O-C-U-S? Let's, let's do this again, Jeff. Let's do this another way. Uh, can I play that again, let's, what we just played? Maybe a different way if you can. Um. Okay. Maybe we should... Next time we have your mean Mercedes, we got to run that audio by people before we just go playing it blindly. <laughs> Mike says three so, times. Don't play it three times. Right, so, 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 so next time, yeah. But so okay. just to be safe, let's run it this way. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna stay f- every time. Just a matter who's in the mound. You know, just a matter who's in the mound. You'll stay f- Go to the home play. Don't look like anything. Don't look like you know. I wanna be focused. I wanna be f- all the time. And it doesn't matter who is there. Yep, Mercedes and I have something in common in that regard. <laughs> you know, I actually, though, eh, we might be able to play it. He's saying focus, right? Yes. Focus? Yes. Or, yeah, I mean, I'm going to stay focused every time. It doesn't matter who's in the mouth. I stay focused every time. I got it. He just spells focused with a U. That's all, and that's okay. That's okay. So do I. I, I, I like the idea that Mercedes says, I'm just going to be Mercedes. He's going to keep being his guy. Manny be Manny. Right. Uh, apparently, he's going to be who he wants to be. That's also a problem for Tony. It's like, I thought that you were, it was unprofessional. It wasn't sportsmanship. And pretty much, Mercedes is like, I'm going to do what I do. That's also a problem. So maybe the message didn't get clear, didn't get through. Now, Tony's. You know, somebody who's in the mom, you'll stay focused, go to the home play. Yeah. Now, Tony's rep coming in here was Ricky Henderson, never stifled them. Bash Brothers, never stifled mm-hmm. them. The Cardinals, never stifled them, ever. And Albert Pujols called the Bray. You said, you're going to love playing for that guy. Sure. So I would love to know, and it, it, the guys will never go on the record and be totally honest, but I'm curious to see what comes out in the coming days about that locker room. Uh, we may not know until the end of the season. Right. Whenever the end of the season is. We may never know. There may be a lengthy Jeff Passan article next December. Here's what it was really like in that locker room. Are you guys concerned that an incident like this may cause the White Sox to lose focus? <laughs> I want to be focused. I want to be focused all the time. It doesn't matter who is there. Focus. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think that their focus will be just fine. Well, I know your means focus will be fine. Yes, and I think the Sox focus will be fine. After all this... 
White Sox baseball today at 1130. How about that? I will be focused on that, buddy. <laughs> and, and I will tell you, yeah. this is a big start today for Lucas Giolito. He's two and four. He's got an ERA almost five. He better be focused. Yeah. Well, it's... Okay, slow down there, Cap. This is your first language here. He... Yep. I'll give Mercedes a pass. I don't even speak a second language. He got his ass handed to him by the Royals. There's your second language right there. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no. He went out in the Royals, yeah. bashed him for three home runs. You're like, wait a minute. We thought we had a number one starter, and that ain't it. Yes. yes. So, for me, all the... Con- if I'm Lucas... Hey, you guys deal with your controversy. I'm trying to get ready for a start, and he doesn't pitch well in day baseball. That's also a problem. So you know where you put your money, right? I'm not betting the Twins. Oh, not betting the Twins. No. It'll be deep down, down in a parlay, I'm sure. No shot. So, some, some, somewhere it'll be a deep parlay. For I you. am actually predicting a really good start for Lucas Giolito today to quiet all the concerns about day baseball, about how he's pitching. I actually am going to... I need the number on what strikeouts are. I'm going to bet his over on strikeouts, and I am going to bet the White Sox to win today. I'm All telling you. All right. All right. Hopefully that will be the case because it's needed. I, I, here's the thing that I like, though. Starting pitching has really been the soup of the day. It's really been the, the distinguishing characteristic for the White Sox this year, the starting pitching, and, of course, timely offense. So after all of this, it's still it's bothersome to me as a White Sox fan that this has to be the top story. We have heard all these theories of, well, La Russa is a father figure and someone's going to be the adult in the room. You can still manage a team and still be able to look at your players and say, I'm going to protect you. When you say go to the twin side of things, you talk to Ball Deli and say you don't have a problem with a twins player throwing at one of your players, that's a problem. It might have been a ball that got away. Stop BSing the people. If you're a first-year manager or a minor league manager, you could buy that. But you're a Hall of Fame manager. You've seen it all. Third winningest manager of all time. So, I mean, he's the Connie Mack of the day. So, so don't try to pretend like you don't know what's going on. He knows what's going on. Crazy like a fox, whatever, is still a bad look for a, from the White Sox standpoint. I would have thought he would have gone to that Zoom in the postgame and say, I already addressed this in the pregame. Everything's been handled internally. I already had talked to, to Rocco Baldelli. And for them to go and throw and could hurt one of my guys, we're already decimated by injury. You do it again, you will have a problem with my team because we'll handle it. Right. We will, just like Madden said. He that, didn't. That's the one thing where he, he, he was clearly de-escalating the situation, but he tried to do that in the pregame, and it didn't prevent the Twins from doing what they did last night. Correct. And then he goes out there, and then he, you know, don't he lie doubles, to us. Doubles and triple don't, down. Don't deny. Like, here, uh, after La Russa explained it on the Zoom on the NBC Sports Chicago postgame show, mm-hmm. Ozzy Guillen immediately reacted to that, Cap. This is what he had to say. A former White Sox manager. Tony La Russa is watching more games than I have. Yes. That guy throw it at him. Mm-hmm. Period. Why not? Why did you say? It's a fact. Yeah. He throw it at him. I said, well, you know, he throw it at him. I understand why. Because what happened yesterday? I just said. But you told me, like, well, he tried to pitch a sinker away. He went to sinker league. No. I said, well, big league pitcher, he just missed miss offside. You know what? Uh, you know what I think. Hey, where's Gordon? Ozzy, take the day off. <laughs> Let's get a little softer in there. <laughs> That's uh, just gonna happen. Yeah, you don't. You don't, Jerry. Watch that, right? You're kind of talking bad about my guy, uh, Beckham. 
Pesednik. It's, it's softer coverage. <laughs> it's great TV without doing Frank and Chuck. <laughs> I don't think he liked that. Uh, let's go to Bob real quick in Plainfield. Hey, Bob, what's going on there, buddy? Uh, yeah, I live in Plainfield, and I want to apologize to Jay Hood for Will. We actually do have intelligent, courteous people in Plainfield. I'm guessing he just moved there, so forget <laughs> wow. Will. He's an idiot. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Bob. All right, Bob. It's okay. Listen, Will can have his conspiracy theories, but the one thing, listen, say what you want about me, but we spend a lot of time going through the facts, going through what people are saying, what people are writing, and actual facts. We have a lot of opinion here as well, but I'm never going to get on here and just spew opinion and not have facts to back it up. We heard from Tim Anderson or read what Tim Anderson had to say, heard from Lynn. You heard from Mercedes. They don't like what Tony did. They didn't like it. They backed Mercedes. 312-332-3776. We focus on all of your calls. Next. I want to be focused. I want to be focused all the time. When you do some matter who is there. Oh, God. This is Captain J. Hood. Enjoy the show each morning in your Instagrammies at Cap J Hood on Instagram. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to stay focused every time. Just a matter who's in the mound. You know, just a matter who's in the mound. You'll stay focused. Go to the home play. Don't lose, like, anything. Don't lose, like, you know. I want to be focused. I want to be focused all the time. And it doesn't matter who is there. I don't thinking about anything. I'm just thinking about me. About what I need to do. About what I go to do. That's it. Help me get away from myself. I want to be focused. I wanna be focused. Yeah, I mean, I'ma stay focused every time. Doesn't matter who's in the mound, you know. Doesn't matter who's in the mound. You'll stay focused. Go to the home play. Don't lose like anything. Don't lose like you know. I wanna be focused. I wanna be focused all the time. It doesn't matter who is there. I don't thinking about anything. Done, Meller. We will cross talk with Carmen Yurko and Meller, the new show coming up at 10 o'clock as Meller is no longer with us. That'll be the end. <laughs> That'll be all for Meller. 
That was awesome. <laughs> that was truly awesome. Oh, it was my last piece of audio, Hoodie. It's been a pleasure working with you. Thank you. Cap, enjoyed it. We'll see a lot you. Of fun. See you in Crosstalk. Yeah. All right. Exactly. That'll be the end. All right, Danny. Well, Danny will have to slide over, and that'll be the end for Mellor. That was great. I mean, that's, I mean, that's when you are t- double big middle fingers up and leaving the job. This is this is the end. I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) See you later. Nine inch nail. Take that. Let me ask you something. Yes. If they keep winning, oh, they will. I believe they will. Oh God. If they keep winning, does this controversy just just keep winning, man? Just keep winning baseball. Cap is part of the yearbook. Oh, I don't disagree. It's it's in the yearbook. Agree. Yeah. Agreed. And when you get everybody to sign your yearbook, <laughs> they're signing that page. Keep, Remember this on May 18th? What was it? What was it, Danny, in our era? Like, keep in touch on the, in the yearbook, K-I-T. <laughs> keep in touch. Too cool to be forgotten. That's, what, that's part of the, the White Sox yearbook. Right. Yeah, just a page. Just a also, page. Also, hags. Don't forget hags. Have a great summer. Have a great summer. <laughs> that's in the, that's in the yearbook. you guys really sign that? Like that? Oh, yeah. That was part of it. Yeah. Hags. Yeah. Too too cute to be forgotten or too cool to be forgotten. The, the, you do the addition there, two and two. How many would you get to sign your yearbook? How many people? M- more than half the class. Danny, how many? I mean, well, you ask everybody. You like, start with the girls you have a crush on. It starts with the girls. Yeah. So you wanted to get as many signatures as you could. I mean, that wasn't that the point of the whole thing? Oh, that yeah. That was the whole point of the exercise. Oh, my God. Well, you start with the girls first. Yeah, the girls you had a crush on, especially the ones that you never had the courage to talk to. <laughs> this was now your Would in. you sign my oh, yearbook, Oh, excuse please? me, Karen. Hi. Uh, you don't know who I am, but will you sign my yearbook? You could, t- you could have the whole back flap if you're part of the expression. Have the, back, yeah, the whole back flap of the yearbook. How about, though, it was always awkward when somebody would ask you to sign your yearbook? And you were kind of like, yeah, why don't you, um, let's find you a spot here. Why don't you, like... Take this portion. Don't take too much of the pages. I need some of this space here. <laughs> For the people I really want to yes, sign my yearbook. Yes. I'll bring my yearbook in one day. All uh, right, let's go back to the phones. Three, one, two, no, three, th- three. But what you're, what you're saying, like you say, well, what does this mean, right? Like, yeah, it just, it's part of the issues that we've had with LaRusso through the first couple of months. Right. But if we blink and it's August 24th and the White Sox are nine up in the division, Everyone's going to be like, yeah, whatever. Just keep winning. Sure. Just keep winning baseball games. We'll have it. Uh, we have it cataloged. Yes. Like the Seattle with Foster and just the, G- the Giolito in there too long. Right. It's part of it, but the Sox is still like win, win the division, go deep in the playoffs. Right. But it's in the catalog. You never forget it. No. But if they keep winning, you won't care. Oh, no. No. You will not care. Uh, back to the phones. Let's go to Eddie on the north side. Eddie, what's going on, you cruiser? Hey, guys, how you doing? It's a big aspect. Is, is, is the gambling thing of it. The, 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 the lines in gambling change every inning to every pitch and everything, and you got managers telling you not to hit the ball? These, these players get paid for home runs nowadays. The more home runs, the bigger the salary is. Baseball has become such a joke. You have position players pitching. You have seven-inning doubleheaders. You have a ghost player on second base in, in, in extra innings. Please, guys, bring me the NFL. This is a joke. Eddie, thanks, man. I actually like the runner on second in extra innings. I don't mind seven-inning doubleheaders. I just don't understand why 
you would have the DH last year in the National League. You're, by their own admission, it's going to be back next year, and this year it's not. Like, I don't get it. If I'm not in here, you really would turn into Eddie from the north side. No. I'm keeping you you happy. You are. We're having a good time. We are. Ultimately, like in five years, you're going to be him. He doesn't like the ghost runners at second base. I like that. You see, he just wants to be fast-forwarded to the NFL. You'll get there. Don't worry. We'll yeah, be there relax. soon. Relax. The weather's turning. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> I think it's like, it, it, Danny's it in the 80s today? Danny. I know it's coming. Yes, it's going to be later on this week. Danny's got the weather forecast in there. He's locked in when it gets warm. He loves it. Today we're only going to get to, what is today? Wednesday, we're going to get to 79. We're going to be 84 on Thursday. Well, Friday. Friday, 86. Saturday, 87. Sunday, 88. Possible storms. And this weather report brought to you by Metamucil. So excited for warm weather. Okay, can we just just give the calls? Dude, do you know how long I wait for it to be in the high 80s? We're from Chicago. Gets to the high 80s? Game on! We're from Chicago, Cap. I don't care. I want well, hot. Well, you, I want heat. You can't get it when you want it, though. It's Chicago. You know that. I get excited when it's coming. I got heat. Heat coming. Uh, <laughs> I hope the wife heard that. All right, let's go to the south side. <laughs> Dave on the south side, what's up? Okay, Cap. I've been listening to you guys all morning, and I understand objectivity, but I got to say, your man Mercedes, he's wrong, bro. Them are the most selfish comments that anybody could possibly make. And, oh, how you doing, Jay Hood and Cat Biden? Hi. Good morning, guys. Welcome, Dave. Hi, Dave. Yeah, but, uh, guy, I'm sorry. The dude is wrong. Oh, I'm only going to think about myself. I got to stay focused. And, you know, come on, bro. What's going to happen when the Sox September swoon is going to come that always come every year happens and the Cubano brothers get so relaxed and get so full of themselves that they stop playing team baseball? Tony LaRusso is there to keep them guys together. And you got guys like your man Mercedes. I'm not thinking about nobody but myself. It's a joke, guy. It's a joke, and you know it is. And for anybody that says this guy's right, and everybody they're just having his back because he's on their team. If he was on the other team, they would, they would have a whole different take. Now, Tony is wrong because at any at any stretch of the imagination, you're supposed to have your team back, especially when the other team is throwing the freaking baseball at you. But at the end of the day, your man, you have to listen to your coaches. You have to listen to your third base coach. You have to listen to what the manager says because at the, at the end of the day, he's there to put you in the position to win. And you know I'm right, guys. It's a joke. Dude needs to listen to the coaching staff, and it's not just about you. And you don't just go out there and say, fuck kids and do what you want to do. And that's all I got to say. Thank you for the call, Dave, and we love your passion. A little bit of a south side flourish on the word focus there. How about that? Careful now. I wonder if he's been over at Devil's Peak. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he has, because I have been there plenty of times. Yes. I've, I've, but I don't collect garden snakes anymore. If that had been a Twins player swinging on 3-0, and do you think the White Sox throw at him? Uh, yeah. That's just baseball. That's baseball. That's not old. That's not unwritten rules. That's just now. Now, to me, I think that's silly. Mm-hmm. But that's just the way baseball is. That's never going away. Apparently, agreed. And by the way, that's not just as like some old manager doing this. These are like young managers that still will green light that. That's not just like old managers saying you better hit that guy. I mean, it would happen with Ozzy, right? Who was the pitcher that that missed Sean Tracy? Sean Tracy, and he was and he disappeared. 
He does like he was sent down to the minors the next day. Yeah, like I mean, Ozzy said, or there was a green light. Like you got to hit this guy, and he missed him by five feet out. I told you the Maddox story. They were telling him you better pitch well today. You're going back to the minors in like '87, and Andre Dawson got hit in the face by Eric Shaw, the late Eric Shaw. Remember that? And Maddox knew he didn't have to be told, and he knew. And in like the second inning, he drilled a guy. They sent him out, and he went, I have to have my players back. And they said from that moment on, he was beloved in that room. When Dawson went down, first one out of the dugout, Sutcliffe. Yes. The, the red hair all over the place. Correct. Like going, trying to go after the guy. And trying Harry to fight, going nuts. Trying to fight Eric Schau. Right. <laughs> like Sutcliffe. I wonder, I'm sure that's been a story, because I know he's on Wall and Sylvia a lot. I'm sure they've asked that question once. Like, that'd be crazy. He's like, he must have saw red. Like, seeing Dawson go down, the blank check. Plays for five hundred thousand, playing for the team. Like, oh, shout! Like, oh god, he was going to go after him. Right, hop the rail. He did. <laughs> so. He did. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Phone lines are hopping. We're going back to all the calls next. David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood. Our new morning show. This is Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Yeah. Nine seventeen with Hoodie. I'm Cap, Danny, Jr., Jeff. A lot of Tony LaRussa conversation today. You just heard a caller from the South Side who was defensive of Tony. We've had a few of those. The overwhelming majority, not so much. Again, my biggest issue is he missed a sign. Uh, the fact that there's a position player out there. He's actually a first baseman, not a catcher. Some people have called him that he's a catcher. He's been their first baseman yeah. a lot. Uh, he he came up as a catcher, right? But now they're using him at first. Williams Astadio, yes, and he and Yermin have history from their time before they came to this country to be major league players. Mm -hmm. And he was locked in. He said, "I'm taking my guy deep. I don't have any problem with that. Just don't miss signs. That's the only thing." And then I'm, I don't understand why a manager would go to the media. And double down in the post game to rip his own guy. That's where I've got an issue with Tony. Let's talk about some things that maybe the audience does not know regarding Mercedes. Now, one thing for sure, because I did the pre and post for this when Mercedes had to speak about this on the record, is him being late. Yeah. Chicago traffic, being late for a game. Yeah, there is no excuse for that. I None. agree. I was at a practice. This is a true story. Multiplex Deerfield. And Michael Jordan walked in five minutes late to practice. He's Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Doug Collins is coaching the team. So this is pre-six titles. Yep. The media could all... They didn't have curtains, nothing. The media was all there. The good old days. Michael comes running in, pulling his shoes. Sorry, Doug, I was late. There was an accident at the train crossing. And Doug said, no problem, Michael. $500. You should have taken a different route. Michael's fury. It wasn't my fault. Good, make it 1000 yeah. And Michael played like a man possessed. He was furious mm-hmm. with Doug. Doug's like, I don't care what the excuse was. You're late. Period. The only reason why I bring that up is because we want to give context to maybe 
that being an issue with La Russa, right. the tardiness. And I don't know if that's the case or not, but we just bring it up for context. That doesn't mean Mercedes is a bad guy or he's a malcontent. We're not saying that. He missed a sign, yes. But I think that all of that could have been handled behind closed doors. You know, as a professional, I know he's a Hall of Famer, tenured professor. You can't question Tony La Russa. Actually, you can. He's the one that agreed to come back into big leagues after being away for a decade plus, right? Mm-hmm. 11 years. So, so, I mean, this is, this is what it is. Change the game is a cool hashtag, but it is counterproductive to what the White Sox are when change the game is the thing that people attach themselves to, and you've got, you got a guy that's playing the oldies as a manager. Uh, back to the phones, and let's go to Dave up in Deerfield. Hey, Dave, what's up, man? What's up, guys? How you doing this morning? How are you? Hey, Dave. I'm great. Thank you. Uh, listen, I, I think that, uh, you know, I don't know why people are coming down so hard on the pitchers throwing at these batters. And, uh, and hear me out. I mean, everyone keeps talking about how baseball needs to be more exciting. Like, the pitchers retaliating. It's like a hockey fight, right? I mean, I'm not saying throw it at, at their face, but you hit them in the meaty part of the thigh, you throw them in the back kind of just like the revenge aspect of it you know it brings a little more excitement to this game yeah again and appreciate the call dave thanks for listening to the show i I just don't endorse firing a baseball at 90 some miles an hour at another human being because if you were that good with your control you'd never walk anybody what if it slips and you hit a guy in the head you know what i mean absolutely you're right. Like, okay, he hit a home run, and so you're going to throw at him? Like Trevor Bauer said, and I'm not a huge Trevor Bauer guy. Mm-hmm. I hear he's really, really tough to have in your room. Sure. He's been on multiple teams with all that ability, and guys have said, yeah, dude, yeah, he's a great pitcher. You don't want to miss your teammate. Whatever. He said, be better. Make a better pitch then. You're going to run... Williams Astadio out there, you get what you deserve. Yeah, you absolutely get what you deserve. You could have put a, a reliever out there, but you chose not to. What so happened when hammered. Rizzo struck out Freddie Freeman? It's funny. It was national news. Yeah, it was people, all over Sports Center. They were laughing at each other. Right. <laughs> They're still playing that today, by the way. Yes. Uh, let's go to. And by the way, is your guy Rizzo okay? Have you checked in? I have not checked in. I don't want to bother him. The, the bad back? It's not good last night. No. You know, didn't want to see him go off like that. No, that was Probably sad. should see. stop those late-night texts with former teammates. Yeah, they get tiring. Uh, Dylan in Aurora. Hey, Dylan, what's up, man? Dehydrated. Hey, uh, I feel like I, I'm hearing a lot of these old-time baseball fans say stuff like throwing it at like the meaty part of uh, a hitter is okay and Ass. it's good for the game. Yes. Anyone who's played baseball understands that when you have like a 95-mile-per-hour pitch coming at you, you're going to move and you're going to just react. you got no idea where it's actually going to hit them. You know, they duck, hits them in the head. Now they're out of a paycheck for next year. You just never know. Agreed. So, and, you're, I, and you're a college baseball player? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, so, it, it just, I mean, I don't think they understand the title of you're breaking up, man. Can you guys hear me now? Now we can. Yeah, you sound fine. So I, I just don't think they understand the actual timing of the sport, how difficult it is to get out of the way or just wear it. You know, you duck and 
And when it comes to Yerman specifically with this 3-0 hack, uh, I mean, he was in the minors for eight years. This guy's going to get paid based off his stats. Another strikeout doesn't help. I mean, uh, I'm all for the hack. Playing baseball, you want home runs. That's what's fun for the game. Appreciate your call, man. Good luck to your team, okay? All right, thanks. Thanks a lot. And there's a young guy who's playing the game now at the collegiate level and says throwing at a guy is stupid. That's because that's a disconnect for young people. And for a lot of baseball fans, too, thinking that that's something in the past. Why do you have to, th- why do you have to be able to throw at another batter just because someone throw again, accidentally? It could have been accidentally, but you feel like you got to have revenge. This is part of the game, though. Yeah, it's just, like, like hockey, like hockey fighting. It's never going away until they legislate this. Yeah, it's just the hockey fighting. It, whatever. I don't want a ton of. Danny loved it when they had all those fights a couple weeks ago. Yeah, one or two here or there. They're fine. They're fun. Fan gets fans get into it. It's cool. Every day, every game. Yeah, I don't need it. I like the sport. But if I go and dunk on you, we're up thirty. There's a minute left, and I run in and dunk. What are you going to do, throw a base basketball at my head? No. I'm no. Do that. no. It's just stupid. It's yeah. dumb. So yesterday, Tony did his pre- and post-game Zooms. Our friend Ryan McGuffey at NBC Sports Chicago asked him if the pitch had been on 3-1, not 3-0, would that have changed anything? Yeah, that's right. That's good. I mean, I made it clear. You can't take advance away from these guys. But seven times out of ten, they fail if they hit 300. And I, I just don't think you can do that. But you can't hit 3-0. And, we, and I also said, if I could, I would send up a pitcher, get a ground ball in there or something. But I, I could not tell a guy, hey, just send a ground ball. I, I wouldn't do that. And, you know, and over the years when we've been, I've been on the wrong side of that. You know, guys, I, I don't begrudge them getting line driving. There's a home run that's been hit. I, you know, I just, you know, it's, it's our fault for getting behind the game and having to pitch a position player. So, I mean, that's what it's a total explanation. So he said on 3-1, he would not have had a problem with him hitting a home run. It was the fact that it was on 3-0 and that he missed the sign. Is that the stupidest thing ever? I'm not like the fact that that the whole unwritten rule thing, like because like I understand he missed the sign. And so that's what the White Sox are upset about. But why are you even giving a take sign when a when, a, again, as Lance Lynn pointed out, a player's on the mound. Like, it's not like, like, Ostadio is lucky if he can throw a strike. You know what I'm saying? So, like, now we got take signs on 3-0 when you're up by 11 runs. It's absurd. But 0-3-1, if you would have let that pitch go in, Lump would have called it a strike because it was a lob ball right over the plate. Then next pitch, he homers, everything's fine. How ridiculous is this? How, answer this question. It, it, I, it, it, it is dumb. ridiculous. In other words, Dylan Cease should have been, or, or another pitcher should have been up there to pinch it for Mercedes if you wanted a ground ball to short. Would Cease have gotten a, a take sign if it was 3-0 because he was a pitcher at the plate? It doesn't make any sense. It's, dumb. it's not like when you can poke holes in all this logic, that the, the, this so-called, because there is no logic, throw it out the window. You can poke holes in all of it every time. They, that's why it's unwritten. Because if it was written down, you could completely defang it every single time. It's ridiculous. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's how do I feel? I don't want to run up the score. We understand you don't want to run up the score on your rival because you feel like you're embarrassing them because they're also professionals. But at the same time, 
You are professionals. You're cashing a paycheck okay. for being out there. Uh, give, give Little League Johnny a strike at least, and then he could hit a home run. Then that's okay. Let me ask you something. If, if Tony had handled it this way, and it, obviously he didn't, if he had come out and said he missed a sign, we have rules in our clubhouse, you cannot miss signs. Tony, what about the 3-0? That's old school. I'm not worried about that. Well, I gave him a take sign. He missed a sign. Period. We'll address it internally. Next question. All this goes away. I understand that. But when you, what did he? What was the word he used in the post game? Said it was clueless. Clueless. Yeah. He's clueless. He's this. He's that. That's what escalated all this into this mushrooming cloud. That Sports Center. That's like one of the lead stories. He. I mean, it's okay for three one, but not three zero. Where is that written? What rule is that written in? See what I'm saying? It's Bob Brenly, and I love Bob, but it's Bob Brenly all over again. You can't bunt when there's a no hitter. It was five to nothing. It wasn't like it was forty to nothing. Where's that written? Right. If you can't do that, correct. See what I'm saying? Like that. This is something you make up on the fly. That's what that was. Because there's nothing that's. Here's why it's stupid, Cap. There is no unwritten rule about a position player and what you do in that spot because we didn't have position players doing this on a regular basis 25 years ago, 30 years ago. Correct. You know why? Because you put a bullpen in in there, a bullpen guy in there like a man, and he just took it. You didn't put position players in. That's that's why this is just made up on the fly. Well, there was also something different. When we were kids, you didn't take a guy out after five innings. Okay, you're done. Correct. And and go to a specialist here and a specialist... He pitched seven innings. Correct. Yeah. Totally different. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Shot or no shot. Next. Don't miss the conversation. Cap and Jay Hood. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN one thousand. Cap and Hoodie. Ba, 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 ba. And listen to Cap and Jay Hood at home and in the office. Now back to more Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. That's why I say Shot. No shot. With Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. That's why I say Shot. No shot is brought to you by PointsBet Sportsbook at Hawthorne Racecourse. PointsBet Sportsbook now open. Download the PointsBet app right now and stop by Hawthorne Racecourse to register your account. Good morning, Danny. All right, gentlemen. Morning, Danny. Good morning, Hoodrow. How's everything? Good, man. Great. How about you? Great, man. Great. It's been a hell of a show today. TLR continues to play the hits, man. The gift that keeps on giving. It's funny. Every morning when I sign on in Twitch and I say a good morning to our Twitch watchers, you know, that are following the show on Twitch, I believe that I said happy Tony LaRusa Day today. And I believe this is like the fourth time I've done that. Which just goes to show he's the gift that keeps giving. Playing all the Dusties and the Oldies. TLR. Happy TLR Day. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, I know you don't know this. There are two baseball teams in town. The Cubs often get ignored. But let's ask a Cubs question. The Cubs have... Oh, God. I mean, really, column inches. They deserve some column inches. Oh, listen to this. Now the old reversal here. He's using the socks. I mean, Complaint. Like, there are two baseball teams in this town. Danny, I know you Sox fans don't want to admit that. Danny from Bridgeport joins us. Yeah, here. exactly. So, gentlemen, <laughs> the Cubs have worked their way to a winning record with a strong performance in the month of May after really bad offensive struggles in April. So I ask you guys, shot or no shot, if 
the second team in town. The Cubs keep winning and make a crazy run to the top of the league or the division. They will be buyers at the deadline. Mm, that's a great question. Uh, mm. They'd have to make a crazy run. Like Jed would have to truly believe that team has a chance to make a postseason run, and I don't think he believes that. They're in a bad division. There's not a team in that division that they can't handle. Well, I said the top of the league. What if they're at the top of the league? <sighs> um, well, that's possible because outside of the Giants and the Padres, and I guess you could say the Cardinals. And the Dodgers. And the Dodgers. They're scuffling a little bit. but They I mean, are. They'll they're be banged back up. up. They'll they'll be did, all right. Didn't they just lose Seager? Yeah, they'll be all right. They did lose Seager. So, they'll be all right. Um, I just don't see a scenario where they're buyers. I don't. But I guess the way Danny paints it, that if they're at the top of the National League heap and you're like, whoa, the the Cubs are going to win 90 games? Let's see it. Prove it. But I guess if they're there, you owe it to the locker room and the fan base to spend some money. You should try, yes. And Danny's got the Cardinal-Cubs series circled because you're seeing a first-place Cubs team, do you not, at the end of the week? Or into next week? Absolutely. Uh, it depends on Rizzo's back. Mm-hmm. Rizzo's back's a big question mark, but if he can get over the hangover, I mean, get over the back, and he can play wow. some solid baseball, I think the Cubs could be in first place. Danny, you're the armchair nutritionist, right? Yes, sir. That would be me. Do you think he was dehydrated last night and that could have affected, you know, it's warmer? Maybe he didn't get enough fluids? Could that affect his back and maybe resolve itself quickly? I would like to say that's a possibility if it was any other player, but because it's Anthony Rizzo and we have the annual back tightness, I don't think this is just something strictly that was related to his diet or his, you know, consuming too much alcohol with John Lester the night before. I think this is a thing where he's got a bad back. It flares up every single year, usually Mm -hmm. when they go to Cincinnati, but for some reason it's happening this week. Mm -hmm. And it's a major concern. And I wonder if going forward, if the Cubs do decide to re-sign him, it's going to play a role in the offer they make him because this is a guy that's got a chronic back injury. Good morning, guys. Uh, Got a game today. Uh, Take that, Riz. I think we got a chance to win. Uh, All right, guys. See you next week. Uh, Take that. Wake up, Riz! (laughs) He was tired yesterday. (laughs) Our guy was out of it. Danny. Uh, All right, gentlemen. Number seven seed Lakers take on the eighth seed Warriors tonight. Western uh, Conference playing game. Nine o'clock central. You will hear it right here on our air. Gentlemen, shot or no shot, this game and start time is good for the NBA. Uh, Well, there's a couple of things. So you asked two questions. The time, no shot. I would say it should be an hour early. Here's why. Yesterday's playing games, the first one was at 530. I only cared about the Indiana, the Indiana Charlotte game. You could have slid the first game earlier and put the Lakers and Warriors at eight Central, nine Eastern. Yes, you could have done that. Okay, now the other that would be six Western. Yeah, six Pacific. They've had games at six Pacific before. Yes, I understand traffic jam, all that. But the point is, though, is like it's, it's not going to be full house anyway. Yep. So they don't have to worry about all that. The second thing is, is that there is a possibility that we will not see. Steph Curry or LeBron James in the playoffs. That's a problem for the league. As an NBA guy, I will tell you that the regular season has not been very good at all. 
I can't even sell it to you. There's a couple of good stories in the NBA, like the the Suns, Monty Williams, Tom Thibodeau, and the Knicks. Atlanta, Denver. And Denver, Atlanta taking a step. Utah, the best team in the NBA. But that pales in comparison to all these other teams because there's been so many injuries and so many guys sitting out. It has not been a good regular season. I can't sell it to you as someone who makes a living talking about the NBA when I'm not with you. So um, I think it's bad for the league that we could be without Steph or LeBron. That's not what the league wants. Agreed. But I'm excited to watch it. Nap time. Got to get a nap this afternoon. Nap, Jeff. Nap. Nap. Definitely. Danny, Danny nap. nap. Zero percent chance. JR. Always a nap. Always. All right. There you go. JR said he's napping now. Shocking. Uh, Danny. Oh, come on. All right. While we're doing this show for the Los Angeles audience, Los Angeles Angels Mike Trout is likely going to be out six to eight weeks with a grade two calf strain. Gentlemen, shot or no shot, anyone will notice. Anyone outside of the Angels fan base? No, probably not. Uh, then that's a problem for the sport, period. Hoodie and I were talking at break. They showed Mike Trot up there helping, being helped off the field, and that is baseball's problem. That guy is Willie Mays part two. He's Mickey Mantle. He's one of the five best players in the history of the sport, and it's not even the lead story on SportsCenter. That's amazing. LeBron sprained his ankle was a lead story for a week. Well, that's major news, brother. I mean, that's LeBron James. Right. But Mike Trout, the Willie Mays of the sport, sounds crazy, right? Uh, our grandfathers, our fathers have told us about how great Willie Mays was. And then you see Mike Trout, and it's like, it, it, the numbers say, yes, he's great, but no one knows. That's a baseball uh, marketing issue. Is. That guy's going to be out probably eight weeks, and no one will know. That's not good. Not good. You know, it's a confluence of events, though, too. It's Mike Trout is somebody who does not embrace the flair like he like he is businesslike which is fine but so he that's his attitude baseball doesn't market its players well and oh yeah by the way the angels are horrific at managing a baseball team around mike trout he's only been to the postseason one time in his career and so even all the excellence he provides on the field the team around him sucks and and they got anthony rendon shohei otani they had a big commitment to Pujols. he's now out of there Hoodie just handed me this. Willie Mays. So this is in your first 10 seasons in the big leagues. Willie Mays, Mike Trout are the only two guys ever. 300 or more homers, 200 or more steals, 250 or more doubles. The only two in the history of the sport to do that. And he's out for eight weeks and nobody cares because they're in Orange County. Brutal. What if he was a Yankee star? Well, that's a that, well, that's a different conversation because I'm thinking if you can't win with Trout, do you keep him along? Do you keep him? Because you can get a ransom back, right? Oh God! I ha- I, you can get a lot of good players back. Yeah. Because it's like you hate to trade the ba- anybody can be traded, including the best baseball player in the league, even this guy. Yep. So what if he's a Yankee? What if he's a Cub? I mean, Alex Rodriguez was traded at the height of his powers when he was in Texas mm-hmm. to the to the Yankees. Yeah, Trout could be traded. Unless he's got a no trade and says, hey, I took less money to stay here. Not going anywhere. Danny. Gentlemen, to my favorite story of the day. 8% of men and 7% of women believe they could beat a lion in a fist fight, according to a recent survey. Gentlemen, shot or no shot, you are among that 8%. That's a no shot. Yeah, it's a no shot. Nope. I'm terrified at the zoo. (laughs) 
Why? That thing breaks free? Yeah, no shot. <laughs> terrified at the zoo. No, now so give me the give me the numbers again. Say it again. Eight percent of men, seven percent of women believe they could beat a uh, lion in a fist fight. Now here's the thing. Woman. So they did they did a survey with thirty four different animals going one on one with humans. They surveyed about one thousand three hundred people. Unsurprisingly, seventy four percent of people said an elephant would win that one. I don't think anyone thinks they're beating an an an, an elephant. After that, though, it's seven percent of, of women, eight percent of men think they could beat a lion. Matched up against a, um, let's see, matched up against a dog, 60% say they would have no trouble. And 71% think they could easily beat a goose. <laughs> I'd to see you against a goose. I think that would work. Mm, Dude, no shot. Goo- goo- geese? Uh, geese? Well, geese, yes. Are mean. They are. Dude, I go jogging, and I'll go jogging through a group of geese, and doesn't ever fail. One will hiss at me and start running at me. And then I just run faster. <laughs> Some of us can't run faster. But you could take you could take a geese, man, right? I want take no part of a goose. They are, as Danny said, they're dirty, snarly little birds. No, how, thank you. How many, if you had to set the over-under, how many geese would it take to overwhelm Cap? Like, are we talking? Two. So at two and a half, you're yeah. taking the geese. Yes. It's at, it's, I said it at one and a half. One at each leg, you're done. <laughs> done. What do you think, Cap? How many geese could you take on at once? Wow. Uh, I would give my all to try and take the one out. Two? Yeah, like, I'm saying, if you, listen, if let's use your mean Mercedes' word of the day. If you could focus in on one, yes. you, you could probably t- handle it, right? Yeah, I could probably focus in on the one goose. The second one goes for the neck while I'm fighting the other one, I'm done. Here's what you do. You gra- I hope Peter's not listening. You grab one by the neck. Yeah. Oh. You break it. Yes. Then you take it by the neck and you swing it at the other geese, letting them know I'm not here to mess how around. Many, how <laughs> many, Hoodie, how many, how many geese could you take on? Uh, I would say t- at least two because I like oh, the Oh, easy. Game. Come on. That's, yeah. that's, way, that's way low. Well, I'm thinking at least two. Well, I can only put, I only have a few eyes on the stove to cook them afterwards. So sure. at, at what, two. At what point oh. do you start to get concerned? What's the matter? Is that like? See, it I feel like hoodie, hoodies. <laughs> with your, I feel like hoodie, you're you're safe at least at six. I don't. Six? I'm not even concerned about you until maybe seven or eight. Oh my god! I'm taking one, taking care of him on the give him a neck breaker. I'm dropping the elbow on the other one. Yes, I'm kicking the other one. What are you, Baron von Rosh? I am. I'm putting a claw on the F- other one. Figure four leg lock. Rah rah! Oh god! <laughs> He's got the claw on me. <laughs> So that'd be the end. So I'll take care of that. Well, I'll drop the elbow on the other one. That instant, if, it's, if I'm dropping the elbow, instant death. Instant death. Bam! I'm dropping the elbow. It's all over. So I don't. One got away, goes back to his buddy. That big dude ain't messing around. I'll put you in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. Family's from Arkansas. Still be moving around the bag. <laughs> I'm just, go, I'm just, go back to the lion for a minute. How would never. you possibly beat a lion in a fist fight? Like, I don't understand the thinking of that 8% yeah, of men. How is that not zero? It's a lion, man. Those people what are you talking lying. about, like, Jason Hansen here? I mean, not, not Jason you can't Hansen. Beat Dan Campbell, that's for sure. I can't beat him either. No what? current lions, but like former lions. Well, not Dan Campbell wanting the lion on a chain that he could walk around with. That guy's nuts. Joke. <laughs> a joke. I, there's no way I'm punching a lion. I'm not fighting a lion. There's not. There's no way I'm going into a lion's den and thinking I have a chance. Let uh, me ask you Herman a question. Moore. If Herman I, Moore, you could take Herman Moore. If I booked, <laughs> if I booked a He's zoologist, mm-hmm. 
uh, one of those zoo specialists to come in studio. You know how they bring the animals? Yeah. Would you sit in the studio with a lion? No. No. Yeah. Like if we did it for no. the Twitch audience, like here, no. you know, here's Dr. Uh, Doolittle, and he's coming in with his lion. Would you sit there or would you be scared the lion would do the attack of the host bit? Sean Doolittle is a doctor now? And a closer. And a, Former closer. <laughs> Red reliever. Oh, we're not doing that. What, we're not Johnny Carson. We're not, we're not, oh, wow. Ooh, look at that lion. Like, we're not doing that. No chance. We're not doing the Carson. We're not doing that. Do some more Carson. No, no. It's, it's, it's limited Carson. I That's all get I've got. Control. You would smash Joey Harrington. Cross, cross talk is around the corner at 10. We'll be right back.